Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Playlist Profiles, the podcast that explores inspiring people and big ideas through the music that touches our lives. I am Christy, your host, and I'm here with another Tips and Tunes Tuesday, and I'm really excited for this one. Uh, I'll be talking about Lady Gaga and productivity during this time. I think it's not funny, but, you know, we're all just like, during this time, you know, we all, it's just crazy that we all are living a similar experience right now. And I think, I'm pretty sure Lady Gaga said this, but she said something along the lines of, you know, we are all in this together. We are all experiencing this and we're all impacted by it, but we're not all going to experience it at the same capacity. Some people are living with, um, with abusers. Some people have lost their jobs. Some people are on the front lines. You know, we, we all are in this together, and ha- what we do over these next couple of weeks and months will impact other people. But at the same time, we do have to acknowledge that some of us will have more, privile- more privilege than others, and other people will be better off than than we are. So we just have to keep that in mind when we think about what's going on. Um, And that's something that I will talk about a little bit later um, because it has to do with my productivity over the past couple of weeks. But when we talk about productivity, so this has been a huge topic of discussion during uh, these past couple of weeks because if you are lucky enough to be working from home and you haven't, um, you know, had a change in jobs like I have. I've been able to work from home. It's been about, I think, exactly a month now, which is kind of crazy. It's It's gone by kind of fast, and but also it's gone by not so fast. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> but, you know, we're, there's this, there are a lot of conversations about how this is the time to be doing something productive with your time. It's this time to complete that project you've always wanted to do. It's that time to get the dream body you've always wanted. And I I think that thought process is, is warranted in some way. I mean, it's true. You do have more time, most likely. But at the same time, this is a crisis. And so let's say you want to study for the LSAT or the GRE, and you're putting a bunch of pressure on yourself to do that, uh, it, you know, because you want to get ahead. But you just need to also keep in mind that we are in crisis mode right now and you don't have to be doing all of that stuff. If you want to and it fills you up and it gives you motivation to get through the day and it makes you want to be a better person, it makes you want to see another day, then go for it. But don't put that pressure on yourself because it isn't needed. Um, But if that's what you want to do, it's what you want to do. And, you know, doing this podcast really helps me. I love this so much. And I I just love the research behind it. I love diving into the people around me and see what makes them tick. And I love reading up on the music artists that I love, even if it's just, you know, for 20 minutes in this podcast. And it gets me up in the morning and it brings me joy. And it's I am a very tangible person. I love creating and I love creating something that has an end or a finish. Um, like I love creating speeches and I love talking and I love podcasts and it's because that's just how my mind works. I love project-based work and this is what that is for me. And 
I do work in the healthcare industry. I am not on the front lines, um, but I do work in healthcare and it's, and I, you know, a lot of what I do for my job is I kind of keep us, keep us aware of COVID-19 and how it impacts the work that we do. And so I'm reading up on this so much all day, every day. Um, and as much as I love it because I love healthcare, um, it's nice to turn to this podcast and do something different. So if you're like me, you know, don't put pressure on yourself to be productive. But if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. And don't, you know, I, th- I just think we all need to just do what makes sense for us. And if being productive is what makes you happy, then then go for it. Um, but that being said, <laughs> so I love podcasts. I love this type of media. I just love editing and seeing my ideas come to life. And another idea that has come to life over this past week is that I have started another podcast with my dear friends, Rachna and Natalie. And that is a healthcare focused podcast called The Triage. And it's all about the healthcare system and the cracks that we experience and how it trickles down into how we treat chronic conditions, um, how it impacts careers that you can have in healthcare. And um, and we're going to dive into topics like mental health and menstrual hygiene and period products and um, rare diseases that people around us experience. We're just really going to dive into everything. And we've had this idea for about a year now and um, we've been wanting to start it. And, you know, what better way to start the conversation than to um, kick off with the series about COVID-19 and I agree with you. I think there's a lot of information out there about COVID-19, but what we want our podcast to be and what we want to be for you during this time is a delivery of information in a digestible way. I think, you know, uh, of course I love robust media outlets and news cycles and journalists that have been trained, but uh, we come from a lens of people who work in healthcare, people who have studied healthcare, but we want to talk to you like we're your friends. I mean, the fir- we have our first episode out, and I will have it linked below in the show notes. But it's a, it's informative, and it's about, it's about COVID nineteen and how it all started, and how policy impacts our system, and what it's going to look like in the future. But we want you to feel like you're talking with your friends, and that you're. It's not scary because yes, it's scary, and it's going to be scary for a long time. But I think the fact that it's so scary is it makes people too anxious to watch the news or to listen. And, you know, ignorance is bliss to a certain extent. But with something like this, we all need to be informed. And so we just want to create a platform for the news to come at you in a more digestible and um, I don't I can't think of the word for it. And in a, in a friendlier way, you know, it, it, I feel like we all understand things when it's spoken in the language and in a matter, um, in a manner that we all um, just feel more comfortable with. So check that out. It's called The Triage. And on our Instagram, we post a lot of infographics and information about population health as a whole. And of course, right now, COVID-19. But, you know, it's not only going to be about COVID-19. It's just this is what's going on right now. But that is the tips portion of Tips and Tunes Tuesday. Moving on to the tunes. So, 
how I, why I wanted to talk about this person. So I was originally going to talk about Lady Gaga because her album was supposed to come out. I think it was supposed to be out. Yeah. Or maybe next week. But she pushed that back um, to, you know, save this time for just tackling uh, the issue of COVID-19 and and not, you know, I don't know. I, I think we all, I'm happy that Dua Lipa still came out with her album, but I think she, it was a long time coming. She was prepping for it already, but I think Lady Gaga wasn't even really in press mode yet. So I think her releasing it would have been interesting during this time. But yeah, she pushed it back to the end of December, which is kind of crazy, but she already released Stupid Love, um, which I wanted to talk about originally, but now she has gotten her hands in something else. And so I know a few weeks ago, I think it was right when most of us started to go on lockdown, but Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, I'm sorry, I don't know. I've heard her name pronounced um, a few different ways. Um, and so I don't know if I said that correctly. So I am sorry. But her and a bunch of other celebrities were in a video of them singing Imagine by John Lennon. And that received a lot of backlash because it was kind of, you know, kind of the thing we always see with celebrities is they always bring awareness, but a lot of them, for most of the time, don't put their money where their mouth is and, you know, are there to spread information to the general public and to tell us to do things, but then they don't actually do it themselves. And, you know, there were a lot of memes and TikToks about celebrities being like, oh, we're all in this together. We're all in the home. And then it's like someone with a mimosa in their mansion. And so, you know, I I thought it was, you know, interesting. But um, a lot of people then, when Lady Gaga announced the One World Together at Home, which is this Saturday, April 18th, um, I don't know what time, I didn't see that anywhere, but it's, it's going to be a digital special to support frontline healthcare workers and the World Health Organization. Um, when she announced this, a lot of people compared it to that video. You know, it was a video of celebrity celebrity singing this song that is also very controversial from a very controversial person. John Lennon, you know, is seen in a positive light, but if you look into his background, he may not be so positive. But, you know, it it's just a history of Lady Gaga has put her money where her mouth is m- multiple times. And, of course, she's not perfect. I mean, she... I feel like she does a pretty good job at acknowledging things that she's done, but, you know, she had a song with R. Kelly, and it was, um, you know, a controversial song to begin with, but it was also with someone like R. Kelly, um, and she's a big sexual violence um, prevention advocate, and so she got in hot water there, which, you know, is... I think warranted, and so um, she's not perfect, but I think a lot of the time she puts her money where her mouth is, or at least, you know, creates conversation, creates change where she wants it to be seen. And so get excited for that. The One World Together at Home, Saturday, April 18th. So that's coming up and I'll link it below. But I wanted to, I wanted to dive into her a little bit. And I think she's too large of a career to dive into the whole thing today. But I wanted to give you kind of the reasoning why I fell in love with Lady Gaga because I didn't like her at first um, and why she has remained to be one of my favorite people and kind of just want to talk through some of my favorite 
songs of hers, my favorite live performances of hers, and I'll have them all linked below so that you can enjoy them. But uh, yeah, I just want to talk about Gaga because I just, she is incredible. And to start off, she is one of those people that her voice just, it makes me cry. And I, I hope you all have someone out there who does that for you because that is the beauty of music is just those songs and those certain notes that hit and just take you to a different place. And she does that for me all the time. And as I was prepping for this today, I was listening to it while I was working. I cried, you know, tears down my face listening to her sing live. And it, it's even just it, some of these moments take me back. Um, and so I have one song that does that for me, but I'll talk about that later. But um, when I first fell in love with Lady Gaga, so I grew up singing my whole life. Um, and I taught myself how to play the piano and the guitar. <clears throat> but I was in this place, I was 14 or 13, you know, I was super young, maybe even 12. Yeah, I think I was 12. And, you know, you get to that point where you worry so much about what other people think of you and you don't know who you are. You're so lost. You're like a string bean. At least I was. I like just looked so strange and I had braces. It was just a mess. I was growing into my body, but... I didn't know what I wanted or who I wanted to be. And, you know, when singing was my life at the time, it was it that kind of dictated who I was, you know, the kind of music I listened to, the kind of music I was singing and playing. And um, summer of 2009, I fell in love with uh, Green Day um, during the 21st century breakdown era. And so I got really into punk music and fell deeply in love with rock music. I mean, I always grew up with it with my dad and I, I love the police and Queen and everyone like that, but I really got into it that year and started learning Green Day songs on the piano and Green Day songs on the guitar. But the thing was, is I could not sing those songs well because it was Billy Joe Armstrong and it was punk rock, pop punk, and it, it just didn't show off my voice and it didn't make me want to push my voice to a different limit. So... I, you know, that's when Lady Gaga was becoming really big. You know, she got big in 2008 into 2009. And I started listening to her music and it was just the perfect mix. It was glam rock. It was pop. It was dance. It was everything. And she just had this voice that I wanted to have. I mean, she she was a rock star. I mean, she was the most rock and roll pop star at the time, in my opinion. And her pop music... If you see her her music live, her pop music can be turned into a rock song or a ballad in a matter of seconds. And I think that's why she's so special. So after falling in love and, and learning her songs on the piano and trying to sing like her, I I started to always perform Lady Gaga at talent shows. And so in eighth grade, when I'm a string bean, I don't know who I am. I am just... I, who knows if you knew me in eighth grade, I'm so sorry. But, uh, you know, I still had, you know, my chubby cheeks. I mean, I still have chubby cheeks, but it was like another level then. This was at the peak of when people can make fun of me, you know, eighth grade, come on. And I put on a crazy dress, put on dark makeup. I did those like triangles around my eyes like she did and made them all sparkly. And I did an acoustic rendition of Poker Face and Speechless. Uh, one of my favorite songs of hers, which is me and the piano. And <laughs> it was just my triumph, my my showing of the world that I was the new pop punk 
rock and roll glam rock queen, a mix of Lady Gaga and Green Day. But, you know, I fell in love with punk rock and Lady Gaga at the same time. And it was this interesting layer and it really dictated the kind of music that I, I still like and the music that I write and the songs that I sing. And so, and I always like to... I don't like to compare people's voices, but, you know, I love Ariana Grande's voice and I love Lady Gaga's voice, but they're so different. And it's kind of like Billie Eilish, too. Like, Billie Eilish is breathy and she's she practices a lot of falsetto and she's quiet and it fits with her music. It's kind of the same thing with Ariana Grande. Like, she's sweet chocolate. Um, She's smooth. And I think... I And I love that in different ways, but Lady Gaga, she's punchy. She has rasp sometimes she can belt she can sing her ass off and you just feel her emotion in it and her anger honestly and you could just hear that she doesn't give a shit about what anyone else thinks about her and you know I think when you're an early in your early teens you need someone like that um and it kind of goes into her putting her money where her mouth is so she in 2011 which was my freshman year of high school so about like a year and a half after I really got into her um she came out with Born This Way which I uh, that album is something else the fame monster and Born This Way oof but um after creating conversation with that song about loving yourself and welcoming everyone around you, she started the Born This Way Foundation with her mother. And a lot of it is focused on mental health. And if you know me, that's something that I love. And I follow this this foundation pretty closely. And it is a foundation that is participating in programming, participating in partnerships with the UN. I'm pretty sure Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are are involved in the foundation or have some sort of connection in some way. But I just, I hear her music and I feel it. And then to see music take on a life within a foundation and within a whole other conversation that takes action for causes, it just makes me fall in love with her even more. And it makes me want to support her and um, and fight to the death for her because, you know, a lot of people don't really like Lady Gaga, which kind of confuses me, but I, I get it. You know, she, for the longest time, had a lot of gimmicks. Um, what people think is, I mean, to her, it's fashion and it's creativity and it's performance, which I think it is, but some people don't see that. Um, but I, it's, and now that she's stripped down and people have really seen her performing live, it, you know, it takes on a new life. And so this, you know, today I was saying how listening to her live brings me to tears. So one thing I want to challenge you to do is anytime I'm feeling down or need to be re-inspired, I always look up live versions of songs that I loved hearing at a concert that I've been to. So, um, you know, I've seen Panic at the Disco five times now. And I always look up live performances. I wasn't able to see Ariana Grande live yet, but I look up her concerts live, which, you know, I don't think is legal to be posting online, so I don't condone it. But, you know, if you happen to come across it, click on it. But I I was not the biggest Joanne fan. Like, I'm one of those people, I'm like, okay, I like this album. And then if I see that artist live touring on that album, I am like obsessed with it just because live music is what makes me love music. Like I love albums. I love listening to music, but there's nothing like a concert to me. And I really only like artists that are good live. Like if 
an artist isn't good live, it's hard for me to love them because that's such an important thing to me. And so right before I started senior year, my friend Alyssa, who is a nurse, and so shout out to her. She's amazing. She won tickets to see Lady Gaga live at City Field in in New York. And she took me, and so I was able to see Lady Gaga. And, you know, I liked Joanne, but Lady Gaga opened up with Diamond Heart uh, for that concert. And, oh, oh, my gosh. Like, that song became my song. And there are some pretty high notes that she's hitting in that song. And, of course, when you listen to it on the album, you're like, okay, that's a high note. You know, great. She's a good singer. But then to hear it live... Oh my gosh, like I don't know if anyone else feels the same way about music, (laughs) but I hope you out there hearing me when I say like you just feel it in your bones and you just, I feel that moment. Like when I hear that song and when I think about it, I just feel it. And so when I was looking at the video and listening today, I felt it again. I was back in that place and in that concert, it was outside, you know, in a, in a ballpark, rain was pouring the whole time. I, you know, I had gems on my face and I was just surrounded by community because that's what Lady Gaga does. She just, she has built this robust fan base that just loves each other. And so I'm just surrounded by all these people who are singing their hearts out to all these songs that I sing my heart out to. And it just, uh, it just takes you back and it just makes you feel something for a little bit. Um, and so, after going into that, I just dove into her live performances, and I'm just going to kind of walk through what I think are the performances that people turn their heads and we're like, wait, I like Lady Gaga. You know, it's not a gimmick. She's not just some other person. She is an artist. And so I think one of the first ones, of course, it, this goes without saying, that first performance at the 2009 VMAs paparazzi where she was hanging at the end, blood on her face. I mean, we don't even have to talk about that because we know that that was iconic. But um, (laughs) I think when she performed a medley of The Sound of Music at the 2015 Oscars, where it was perfect, she was dressed like a princess, and she just sounded like a princess, (laughs) I think that's when people turn their heads and we're like, oh, this is, you know, she is the real deal. And that's like six years six seven years after she really became big and so you know it makes you want to go back to her performances when she was first getting big so I think what really put Lady Gaga over the edge in terms of setting her apart from other people at the time um, because you know pop music has been flooded for a while with badass uh, women but I think it was her acoustic versions of her songs and when she would you know put on a crazy outfit dance her heart out and sing her heart out in a performance and then she goes and sits on the piano and just sings her heart out and I think one of the first performances I looked at was of her song that she wrote back when I think she when she was at NYU I believe but uh, it's called Fooled Me Again Honest Eyes and her first couple of albums were kind of surrounded around the fact of like being the rock star's girlfriend so paparazzi is kind of about that brown eyes is kind of about that but fooled me again honest eyes she literally says you know rock star's girlfriend lost the fight but it was it's just such a powerful song and it's just her and the piano and she is raspy she is 
honestly screaming at times and it was just so raw and powerful that I was like wow I mean I wish all of her music was like this but I have the performance linked below so please watch it um I think another one of my favorite performances of Lady Gaga live is for Sinatra 100 which was you know a, a compilation concert of different people performing Sinatra songs she dressed up as Sinatra and sang New York, New York. And you know, she was born and raised in New York City, so she, and she's Italian, and you know, you all know the story. Uh, she, you know, there, there are those compilations online of her singing, I'm Italian, I'm Italian, I'm Italian, you know I'm Italian. Uh, so I don't need to go into there, but oh my gosh, this is linked below. Please watch this performance. It's her belting her heart out to New York, New York by Sinatra, and it is fabulous. Like, Oh my gosh, I sent it to everyone. I have a few friends who are huge Sinatra fans. I mean, he's from New Jersey and I'm from New Jersey, so we all talk about it a lot. But uh, and it, my accent's coming out. Oh my God. <laughs> but this performance is life-changing. Okay, this next one. I don't even have to talk about it because you all know Super Bowl 2017. She didn't need anyone to join her. She sang her heart out, danced her heart out, showed everyone who is boss. I don't even need to talk about it, but wow come on. And I loved that moment because that was early 2017. And then I was able to see her like six months later. I mean, come on, talk about a perfect year. But she just showed the world who she was. And I I mean, I still don't get it how some people are still shocked by her abilities. But you know, that was 2017. And then we get to 2018, 2019, A Star is Born, and people again are like, what? Lady Gaga? And it's like, she's been like this for years, but, you know, we can't ignore it. She ends up winning the Grammy, or, well, she, I think she, yeah, she won a Grammy for this song, and then I think she won another one this year for it. But she won the Oscar for um, Best Song in a Motion Picture, and, I mean, come on. Does Shallow, I mean, I just... I remember for a few years, you know, I feel like her album, her album since Born This Way haven't been huge. And so, you know, there hasn't been like a mass of people singing her songs. I feel like um, a million reasons, you know, a few people here and there were, were singing that song. But to to literally be at parties and have hear people belt, you know, her going, ah, ah, like, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to do it, but... To have everyone start belting like, it's just, it makes you happy. It just makes you so happy because it's like, yes, she's back. Everyone's talking about her. Um, I need to speed this up because this is long. Um, two more performances that I love of her. Uh, King of Pain. I Okay. I love Sting in the Police. If you look at my room right now, I have three records hanging up. It's um, A Night at the Opera by Queen. I have a, an album of The Police, and then I have Joanne from Lady Gaga, and she loves Sting and has covered some of my favorite Sting songs, and so she's just, well, King of Pain is a police song, but she's covered King of Pain, um, and she covered If I Ever Lose My Faith in You by Sting for the Kennedy Center honors, and if you know me again, I love the Kennedy Center. I can see it from my apartment. I still haven't been, and one of... Actually, two of these, I've talked about two gifts from someone very special to me. They got me the Joanne record and they got me a membership to the Kennedy Center. So once everything is a little bit better, hopefully I can get over to the Kennedy Center. But 
those performances are my favorite and she just kills it um i love when she performs sting songs because you know sting is a very high register and to hear her belt those out and just add a little more velvet to some sting and police songs love it okay and then we get to stupid love I personally think the song is so fun. I love to hear Lady Gaga get kind of back into the pop space. You know, I loved the A Star Is Born album. I I loved her work, her, um, Cheek to Cheek with Tony Bennett. I, you know, I love her rock and roll type songs, but sometimes you just want to dance to Gaga. And I think Stupid Love does that perfectly. And I think it it sounds reminiscent of like kind of a little bit of fame monster but I think it really reminds me of the born this way album and the the type of music that she created for that but I love it and I'm pumped for a chromatica and you know it's gonna be a little bit until that comes out but what do we have to enjoy of Lady Gaga we have the digital special coming up on Saturday is that Saturday yes because Friday is the 17th so Saturday April 18th Tune in to One World Together at Home on Saturday, and there are a ton of music artists. I have it linked below, but I just, I hope you give Lady Gaga a chance. If you don't like her, I hope after this you'll look at some of these performances and see what I see because I just love her. And I, my ask of you tonight or whenever you're listening to this is to listen to a song or watch a performance that makes you feel something even if it makes you feel happy but listen to something that just takes you back to one of those moments and you know how we all like to go back to a moment where you first heard a song pick one of those songs that you want to go back to hearing for the first time and make it a new experience for yourself and you won't regret it because music is special and it's something that will keep us all together during these um trying times um next week interview is with Cara Monaco, my college roommate. It's going to be amazing. And so look out for that. Uh, check out the triage podcast linked below and the the Instagram is at the triage. And of course, follow at playlist profiles podcast on Instagram to take a look at all the guests on playlist profiles, get to know them, get to know their playlists. And also, Linked below is the Playlist Profiles playlist, which is on Spotify, and it is all of the songs that I ever talk about on this podcast and the songs that all of my guests pick on their playlist. It's all in one place, so you can learn about and just feel a community with everybody's songs and with everyone's music. So I hope you enjoy this episode, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.